0: Hi friends! Welcome to the Seek Holy Living Podcast with Christis Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. December friends, what a joy it is to be together and be talking about Christmas here again today. I can't think of a better way to start off a conversation about Christmas and moving into this Christmas season of December any way better than a Christmas carol. So, if you have kids with you listening, I hope they will join me in singing. And if not, then you can just sit and think on these words for a minute as. These were words that just continued to play in my mind as I thought on this topic of slowness in the Christmas season. So um, I know it says, gentlemen, we're just going to roll with that because, you know, that's the hymn, but we know it's speaking to us too. So here we go. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Well, I hope this season has started with comfort and joy in your heart. And I'm so glad to bring with me today my friend Michelle Akrami here. We are dear friends from many years ago before children, before husbands, and we sang together actually. We spent a lot of time singing Christmas songs and other songs of praise to the Lord together in choir in college. And now we are both moms of many. Uh, Michelle has been married for 17 years. And her children are 12, 10, 8, 7, and 6. So she has got a house full going into this December. And I think that's helpful to remember as we're talking today that we have been through seasons with many small, sticky, chocolatey, gingerbread, icing-covered hands. We've done ice gingerbread, icing-covered hands together even with all of our yes. children. <laughs> it was so fun. Um But we also have been through other seasons together, going through college, in Bible study together Mm -hmm. for years with young ones, and now homeschooling all of our children. Um, And I'm so thankful that she's nearby, which is such a blessing to get to have time Mm -hmm. together sometimes. And you'll want to follow Michelle and all of her adventures over on Instagram at The Unhurried Farm. And I will tag that. Michelle, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks, Krista, for having me. I was thinking about how many moving pieces there are when we record together because we haven't in a while. And it's a lot of bodies. That's 10 cooperative children and husband schedules and a lot of things. So thank you for making this happen right now.
1: Oh, of course. It's an honor. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited to talk about this because I watch the way that you intentionally prioritize slowness in your day-to-day life, but also having been friends through different seasons and watching the way that you really celebrate the slowness that comes with different biblical holidays too. And I think Christmas, I mean, we know just holds a special place for that also. Yeah. So let's just talk about first, what kind of slowness are we even talking about? Because I think that that could be defined in so many different ways. And I'm glad that we're coming as moms from Southern California, because it's certainly not a slow place or a place yes. that praises slowness. Yes. So we have to even more differently, I think, than maybe people in other places. Mm-hmm. We really have to prioritize this uniquely. So mm-hmm. what type of slowness are, are you talking about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For, I think it's definitely slowness of the heart and a physical slowness. Mm -hmm. Um, Just over the years, I grew up in Oregon, which by its nature, at least where I grew up, just was a slower pace than down here. And so I know for me, I've, I ache for that slower pace anyway, because that's where I tend to thrive Um, and my kids. But I think I, I, in my early motherhood, I used to want to say yes to all the things, right? Oh, we have an invitation to this gingerbread party or an invitation to see it snow at a mall close by or whatever. Like I just, I wanted to just grasp all those things because it was just so fun to give my kids that experience. But I remember as we added children to our family, that that pace was not a blessing to us. Mm -hmm. And so that physical pace, um, is I think what we're talking about. But even more importantly, I'm seeing that the pace of my heart as the mom, Mm -hmm. um, and I forget who, who said this, it might've been Charlotte Mason, but like the mom is the environment of the home for her children and for her family. And if I'm hurried and I, if I'm not slowing down, then that is going to trickle down to all of us.
0: Yes. I've heard it said too, that we need to, as moms be the thermostat, Mm -hmm. not the Mm -hmm. thermometer. So rather than us just reacting to and reading (laughs) whatever the temperature is, because that's so easy to do. And I think that's our natural tendency is just to take on whatever else it is. Mm -hmm. But instead we need to be the ones to set that, set that temperature and to set the pace. And I absolutely can echo that challenge of when there's just so many good things. And that's a bless. That is a unique blessing also yes. of living. And maybe that's where the maybe that's where the real challenge lies in living in a place that has so many opportunities mm-hmm. that our homeschool group has this thing they're doing or that thing yeah. they're doing and church has this thing and family wants to do this thing. And then you <laughs> realize, like, I'm not even sleeping or yeah. or my mind Is just never at rest. And I was thinking about that with that hymn God Rest You, Mary Gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. Let nothing dismay you. Let nothing unsettle you. I think about a jar and how it gets shook up when it has debris in it and it has to Mm -hmm. settle back down Mm -hmm. to still itself again. Let nothing unsettle us or shake us so that we can be in a still place to enjoy the comfort and the joy of the season because we really miss out in our home and in our own hearts. If we are sacrificing that stillness by that constant shaking and that constant activity level.
1: Absolutely. And our, our culture doesn't help. And I'm sure you've been to the store in the last week or so, you know, like all the Christmas stuff is out and I don't know if you Mm -hmm. could feel it, but when I walked into a store, I was like, Oh, you know, that initial, like, Oh, I got to start planning. I got to start. Like, it was crazy. I was so just knowing this podcast was coming up. I was like, wow. Okay. We're up against some like obstacles, Mm -hmm. you know, where this is already in our face and like, okay, it's all saying do, do prepare, prepare, plan, plan. And it can really overwhelm us if we let it.
0: Yes. Well, I did an episode not too long ago. It's episode 107 about planning your holiday season. And we talked mm-hmm. quite a bit about this and we even talked about fall season too, but about the, the fear of all of the other activities that go on. And mm-hmm. that's definitely something I would agree that I've grown in because you mentioned as your family has grown, you've had to slow down. And I would yeah. agree with that too. And I think, I think I've realized two different areas I've had to grow in in that I've had to slow down as my as I've added more children to our mm-hmm. home because their hearts have different needs. Yeah. And if if we have so much going on, if we're so hurried through the whole month, I'm not even going to have space to serve the needs of their heart yeah. in the midst of all of this. Aside from making it special or pointing us back to Jesus, which is the most important thing of this mm-hmm. time. And then also considering my own personal season, um, I'd like to say that, you know, I've always just been thriving and I'm always an emotionally stable, grounded person, (laughs) (laughs) but reality is, you know, I'm December, January, February, when we release this, I'll be seven months pregnant and Mm -hmm. third trimester mom of five other children has different emotional needs. Yeah. And if I say yes to too many good things, then I am not going to be a nice person just because <laughs> of the slowness yes. that my heart needs. And I find that when I have babies too, when I have babies at home, if I want to serve everyone well, I have to slow down. And yeah. I think both of us are entering a season with different like hormones in our home of, you know, the pre-adolescent and adolescent ages. Yeah that kind of takes us back to that again in a different Mm -hmm. way. Are you seeing that too?
1: Absolutely. And to give space for that, Mm -hmm. for sure, for everyone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's a quote. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no,
0: go ahead. Go ahead.
1: There was a quote I love um, from John Mark Comer. He has a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Excellent, excellent book. Um, A rereader for sure. But one of his, I, I guess, most famous quotes in that book is, um, love or sorry, hurry is incompatible with love. Mm. Like if we are, if we are hurried, we are not able to love well. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's that thing where it's like, okay, if I'm hurrying my kids out the door, because we're late for the third Christmas thing that I scheduled, like I am not loving them. And like, for me, that's missing the mark where it's like, yeah. okay, that's where my heart's out of whack and then it's creating this atmosphere of hurry. So that was so helpful when I read that. I was like, that is absolutely
0: right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I learned that during COVID because Mm -hmm. I realized how much time I needed to be able to train well, some of the character challenges, Um, I was also pregnant at during that time. That was the fifth. And so Alice was just turning two or was early two. So in like a real, that's such an intense training time. Mm -hmm. You have many opportunities, right? Yes. Um, (laughs) And being at home made me realize, wow, we have a lot more opportunities than I think I realized. And I wouldn't be able to address these things in the same way if we were always at Even good things, always at church activities, always at homeschool activities, always at this or that event. So, yeah, yeah. there was another quote um, from that book. And I also love that book. We're actually going to do a giveaway of that. So we'll talk about that at the end. Um, But the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, where he says, how we spend our time is how we spend our lives. Mm -hmm. And realizing that in this time, I think Christmas is just one of the best times of the year.
1: Absolutely. And how
0: we spend our days during these days is how we spend our Christmas. So what do I want it to look like for my kids? So Mm -hmm. let's talk about why this is so important to, to really prioritize. And then we'll get into some real nitty gritties of like, How do we actually make it happen and not just fall into like, okay, you're the Grinch, you do nothing (laughs) because that's not what we're saying. Um, But also to not be crazy and fall into the trap of the crazy and miss out on God's goodness. So um, first of all, why is it important? What do you think that we risk if we don't prioritize slowness specifically at this time of the year?
1: Yeah, I think if we risk I'm sorry, if we don't prioritize, and this is where I'm I'm really intensely growing right now, but if we don't prioritize that secret place with the Lord, and it doesn't have to be in the morning, it doesn't have to be at a certain time, but if you're having that time of stillness with the Lord where you're listening to his voice, you're receiving that that fellowship and that that life from him. Mm-hmm. Um just like, I mean, Jesus did that, right? I mean, he was so busy mm-hmm. healing, teaching. I mean, he was like, I, I feel as a mom, I relate to that so much because we have so many wonderful kids that need us and have different needs throughout the day. But if mm-hmm. if we can keep that time with him and not in a legalistic way, but just keeping that special time with him, I, I feel like we can take on Whatever is going on, you know, it, in yeah. wisdom too, like he'll mm-hmm. show us what to say yes and no to. Um, and yeah, I feel like <laughs> earlier in my motherhood, I, I may have said this, but I may have said, well, just come up with a plan, say, okay, I'm just going to do two things per week. And it was more like organize yourself better. But mm-hmm. I'm, I've, I've just learned, maybe it's trial by fire, but like I've just learned. Don't forsake that secret place. You'll never regret doing that and keeping that a priority during this time.
0: Yeah. I, uh, recently got to talk with some moms at an event about the idea of rhythms in our lives Mm -hmm. that keep Mm -hmm. us connected with the Lord. And one of the things we talked about was in when Jesus went and had time with the father that it never looked like what I think we think it has to look like as moms Mm -hmm. either that mm-hmm. one of the first times right after he was baptized and then he called his disciples and then he started doing his first round of big miracles. He got up early, went away to be with the father. And then I love it that of course it's Peter. Cause it's always Peter, right? Peter's the <laughs> one we all, if you don't have a Peter in Thank your you, home, Peter. then yes. <laughs> I know, I think, I think everyone should get to have a child like Peter. Um, <laughs> so peter comes and finds jesus it says peter with the others so like he brings them with him and which there's always a ringleader too isn't there Mm -hmm. and they and they find him and they say jesus we've been looking for you everywhere and i love that because i think so often we do we we yearn for these places of stillness with the father and then yeah. here come these pitter patter of feet in the morning mm-hmm. saying, mom, I've missed you. And you are yes. like, I just woke up and I got <laughs> up while it was dark. How did you miss me? Like, we haven't even been apart. All you've been doing is sleeping. <laughs> right. But but what a sweet thing. And Jesus didn't say like, yeah. yeah, I know you've been looking for me. I didn't tell you where I was going because I wanted you to leave me alone. He said, Okay, let's go about our work. And then yeah. he welcomed them and then they started their work and, um, and went about and did more miracles. And then another time when he went away, it was in the evening. And that was another area of slowness that was really eye opening for me as a mom. That if I don't prioritize abiding in the Lord throughout mm-hmm. my days, maybe mm-hmm. I start the day well. Maybe I have that first part of the day, time with the Lord, fill me and fuel me. I'm ready to go. And maybe yeah. I'm even joined by a child or two during that time on the couch. I probably am. But by bedtime, I've turned into Cruella DeVille. And I'm like, grumpy, right? Yes. You're like, what, um, what happened? That's not who yeah. I was this morning. And I was reading about right after the feeding of the 5,000, So here, Jesus has been like doing intense ministry. So those days Mm -hmm. where we've just been serving and serving and my heart at the end of the day wants to say, okay, that was good. I'm done now. Good night, everyone. And everyone just (laughs) patters off to their beds and crawls in and goes to (laughs) sleep, but it doesn't go like that. And um, I'm not finished with my work. And Jesus, obviously he knew what was coming, but he sent the disciples off onto a boat And then he went and spent time alone with the father and that was just before the storm. Mm -hmm. And if we have to re-abide throughout our days, because there are going to be storms and we have to be prepared and be refueled. So Mm -hmm. I think that you're right. And I, I never regret those spaces of that refilling. Yes.
1: And really guarding that, really guarding it. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think what, any other thoughts on what we have to gain if we are prioritizing this? I mean, I feel like we kind of have everything to gain. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think in that,
1: in that space, he also gives us that wisdom. It's like we put on a different set of lenses throughout the day. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh yeah, like that would be really life-giving. Let's go do that. You know, or if not, then you just have a sense that that's not for you and to let that go. And, um, It's not this cut and dry, perfect, like, I know exactly what I'm doing this whole year, but it's, I don't know, it's that moment by moment of him leading you. Um, Because some mornings you'll wake up and your kids, maybe you're out of sorts, the kids are out of sorts, and it's like, you know what, the better thing to do is to make a fire, let's have some hot cocoa, and read aloud together for an hour or two, instead of rushing off. To this thing, like I've had to do that a couple times because I'm like, if we go anywhere, it's just going to further perpetuate our bad mm-hmm. moods or whatever. You know, we just, I think, need to make those hard calls sometimes, and it's hard.
0: Mm-hmm. It is it's hard. It is. So let's talk about that. How we actually decide because it is hard to decide sometimes mm-hmm. where you say yes and where you say no. And I even had a real dumb one recently that our our homeschool group was doing. Had a fun. um like handicraft fair planned one Mm -hmm. day where you like get to bring your things and sell them and kids can sell and buy with each other and stuff. Right, so fun, except that our like two weeks leading up to that were so full that I knew I can't do it. There's no Mm -hmm. way it's not going to serve them well. And I'm going to be grumpy trying to get their stuff gathered. They're going to have these grand visions as young entrepreneurs of what they're going to do. And I'm going to be frustrated with them. And they're going to be disappointed by me not showing up how they want me to that I had decided we just can't do it. And Mm -hmm. we had another one with a field trip that looked like it would be so fun. But I knew there's too many things. Can't do it. And of all things, it rained here a lot that week. So both of them were canceled. And I was Mm. so excited that they were canceled (laughs) and postponed because I was like, yay, maybe we do get to do them. But but I also realized that really does reflect my heart, that I really do struggle with Mm. missing out of knowing, Mm -hmm. are my kids missing something by not doing this fun thing that's really good and fun, even though it doesn't serve our whole family? So I have a hard time with that.
1: I really do too, Krista. I echo your feelings on that one. And especially, you know, and I'm sure for you too, like with the spread of ages with your kids, the older kids have different needs than the younger ones, you know, and, you know, really trying to, you know, fill their cups with different social events here and there. And yeah, I think it's also teaching our kids the ones Mm -hmm. that are older, like why we're making this decision, you know, because they're going to be God willing parents someday and leading their own families. And I would never want my kids to feel like they have to hustle for their worth and, Mm -hmm. you know, let FOMO rule their life, you know, like, yeah, it's a real struggle though.
0: I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You mentioned bringing your kids with you on it, on that journey, because I didn't tell my kids about them not getting to be part of the handicraft fair until it was like, two days prior, because I knew if I told them the week before, then they would all, they are very good. um, They would be like an excellent debate team. My children would be, Um, they would all try to convince me all the reasons why they really do have the time to prepare. And they've actually already prepared the thing and it's in their closet and it's ready. All we have to do is (laughs) blah, 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 whatever the things would be. So I purposefully didn't tell them early enough that they could try to wangle their way into doing whatever the thing was, but I did decide to tell them because I thought I want them to know, and also not just hear from someone else, but to understand why are we setting our priority, our priorities, the way we are, and why are we saying no to something? And that that's a better choice for us right now. And that's okay, because if we don't teach them that, then we're missing out on an opportunity of training. It's something that's really important that they need as well. Yeah, because they're going to need that for their adult life too. Mm -hmm. So, so how do you fight against that serious fear of feeling like, Oh man, am I not being a good mom by not doing this other thing? And, or how have you grown in it to where you don't have that anymore as much? Yeah.
1: I mean, I am definitely still in process, but I, I do see that I've grown a bit. I mean, gosh, that, I was like in the beginning of my motherhood, I was that Pinterest mom. That was when Pinterest came out. Right. And I wanted to do all the things. And I just, it, it was great. Right. But it hit a point where I was like, wow, this is not, this is doing something to my heart. Um, But what I was thinking about was so, okay, what can I do and what can I do? Well, Mm -hmm. like, you know, picking some key things that our kids have vocalized that they really treasure every year. And and for my husband and I too, you know, as a family and really doing those things well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also one of those that has tried like so many different Advent devotionals and tried this and that. And I, a couple of years ago, I just had this moment where I'm like, I just need to stick with one thing and I'm just going to just do that. I'm not going to keep looking for other things. I'm just going to trust that the Lord will work through whatever we've chosen for that. Um, And I think that's helped me with the mom guilt or, you know, the FOMO, because Mm -hmm. if I just choose, focus on the yeses that we're doing and do those well and thoroughly, I feel like those are going to be life-giving to my family and to myself. Um, but it really takes like mental discipline when I see, oh, a different event pop up or this opportunity. It's almost like I just have to just dismiss it sometimes. Like that's not for us and that's okay. You know, and sometimes if I get a feeling like, you know what, let me bring this to the fam and see, do we want to do this? You know, um, that's just helped me to focus on the things that we are doing and do them well and intentionally.
0: I like that you mentioned at the beginning of that, also what's important to your children, that something my mom did with us when we were younger that I try to do with my own kids too, is to ask them, what do you want to do during this time? Or Mm -hmm. what's important to you? Because it's surprising sometimes, especially having a variety of kids, because it would be easy, like of ages, it would be easy one to only do the things for the older kids or for the younger kids and to miss Different hearts and what their different needs are. So mm-hmm. hearing from all of them what they want to do, yeah. and sometimes it's surprising the things they don't care about anymore. Yeah. and you're like, yes. oh, so wait, no one cares about going to see Christmas lights. Like, right. why am I? Why am I trying to like, yes. find a time to make that mm-hmm. happen if nobody cares? Yeah, <laughs> so that's helpful too. Absolutely. Yeah. So then you're prioritizing the things that they actually care about. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So that. It's a really good idea is thinking of the things we are saying yes to rather than thinking on, man, I'm saying no to this. We missed out on that. But like, yeah, but we did say yes to making the sugar cookies at home that day. Or yes, we did say yes to making this to take to our neighbors. Or Mm -hmm. we said yes to going as a family to cut down a Christmas tree, whatever the yeses are for your family. I love that. Um, So let's go back to the slowness for a few minutes here. How do we prioritize the slowness? When the season is so full and there's so many good things in it, and we still want to fit in those important things that are important to their hearts, but we have to prioritize the slowness for them and for us so we don't miss Christ and his goodness and what God has for us in the Christmas season.
1: Definitely. I think, I mean, there's many ways to look at it, but I know one practical thing that came to mind Um, that was from, uh, Joyce Warman. She's a wonderful, um, mops speaker that I remember at the beginning of my motherhood hearing. And she said to be able to be present in December with my family and not have to worry about planning or gifts. I have all the gifts bought for everyone. I'm done shopping for any Christmas gifts by December 1st.
0: Well, don't tell us that because it's December 5th now. <laughs> I know that's true. I'm so sorry. Maybe <laughs> I'm just, <pronounce> kidding, your... <laughs> I'm just kidding. just <laughs> kidding.
1: <laughs> but or just having some day where yes. you're like, I'm going to be done. And so then mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about that aspect of, of that. So that's just a little practical thing that I wanted to share. But I think, again, it's prioritizing that time alone for yourself with the Lord and being refueled with him um, mm-hmm. and, and choosing things as a family that refuel you, um, and keep you going. But I think also thinking people over events and I, in Southern California, mm. I think it's so easy. Like there's <laughs> so many cities, so many churches, like there is an endless yeah. amount of opportunities for us, you know, and it's like you said, it's a blessing, but when, I choose to prioritize people over events. That's where I'm like, okay, that's the sweet spot. I would rather have, you know, a game night with my family than rushing off to a tree lighting or whatever. Maybe Mm -hmm. things we used to love or used to go to, but just don't make sense anymore Mm -hmm. Um, because it's the relationships, right? So yeah, yeah, I don't, I prioritizing that slowness
0: Yeah. I think another thing, if you go back and listen to last week's podcast that we did about Advent is also helpful to say, where are we fitting in the important things? So your Mm -hmm. heart's being fed with the important things and their hearts are being fed with the important things. Um, Next week, I'm going to talk about Christmas carols and using Christmas carols through December and just the historical background of them and And I really think when we also specifically put in rhythms into our day of Mm -hmm. this is how we, in the morning time, I'm going to have time with the Lord. And then as we're having breakfast, we are going to do this Advent time together Mm -hmm. as a family. Then our children learn to expect these rhythms that incorporate the important things. And there is slowness in that because they, for them to see, oh, we put aside our regular reading. We put aside our regular maybe our regular history, maybe you don't do history and science in the same way throughout the if you're homeschooling obviously. You can't like do that if your right. kids are in school. <laughs> but but you can choose to say no to some of the things that are regular rhythms mm-hmm. and put in its place different yeah. rhythms. Yes. And I think about when in Luke where Mary says in Luke 2:19 or well it's not Mary saying it, but Luke two nineteen says, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Mm-hmm. And I want to give my children things. I want to prioritize the time to give them things of Jesus to ponder in their hearts mm-hmm. during this season. Yeah. And but that spending, also takes time.
1: <laughs> it does. It does. And instead of using that time, just rushing around in the car. You know, like I, I don't want my kids to look back on our Christmas seasons like, oh, yeah, we went we were just in the car all the time. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. would rather them remember rich relationship mm-hmm. and slowing down and having people over and just, you know, prioritizing things that way.
0: Yeah. You know, and I grew up in a family where we did Christmas musicals every year with our church Mm. where we performed them at church and my dad directed them and I led the children's music for years and played in the orchestra. And, um, yes. And it's interesting because we didn't have that for the whole, you know, COVID season that kind Mm. of Mm -hmm. put down. And, um, I'm so grateful that this, this Christmas, like in, I guess it's in about two weeks. So not this next weekend, but the weekend after that, um, at our church, we get to do a full Christmas production again, and we get to do a choir and an orchestra and I get to play. And I thought my orchestra days probably were over after that, Mm. that season passed. And, The fact that I get to have that again is so exciting to my heart, but realizing that my parents did a really good job. I feel like during that time of saying, we're saying yes to this thing that is big, that there there are good, big things to say yes to. But Mm -hmm. during that time, my mom slowed our other areas of life really well. So she knew Mm. I'm, we're picking up dinner. On these, yeah. nights. so it wasn't <laughs> just like a surprise; it was planned. Yeah. And yeah. we're not doing school on these days. These are the days we're preparing mm-hmm. gifts for neighbors. Yeah. And so, if there are times that you do choose to say yes to things that are big, or or mm-hmm. big events, or big time commitments, yeah. or big ministry, there mm-hmm. can still be beautiful slowness as you prioritize. Absolutely, That's the so rest good. of your days as yeah. well during those times.
1: It's almost like I'm just picturing like, um uh, oh, what are they called? You know, the balance, the balances, yes. you know, where yes. it's like if one side's just really tipping, like if you're having performances, which is so good, like the other side needs to be lighter, like make, mm-hmm. make your home life just a little bit more relaxing or not as yeah, scheduled or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good.
0: And setting your expectations for you and your children differently as well. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that's the problem is we keep our expectations for everything else the same when that's impossible. Everything else can't be the same if there's something else that's different that we're adding in. And again, go back to our podcast on Advent because we're going to talk about that on that one some too, about how Mm -hmm. we have to, there's give and take. You give up some things to choose to take on others. And that's a gift, a gift of this season. slowness. So Michelle, Thank you again so much. And I am excited to give out a copy of this book with you. So, um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, I highly recommend it. And if you want to enter the giveaway, you can follow me on my Instagram this week at Seek Holy Living or follow Michelle on hers. She'll share it too over at the Unhurried Farm. And um, it's also an excellent audiobook. So if you're someone who likes to listen, it's kind of funny because. I'm sure that knowing the nature of the book, I'm sure that he was like, why am I making this an audiobook? People need to (laughs) slow down to listen or to like read it. And that's the whole idea. But, um, but it is a really good listen as well. Mm -hmm. Some books I have a hard time listening to this one was good. So highly recommend it. Michelle, thank you again so, so much for being here. This is wonderful.
1: Of course. Thank you, Krista. Great to talk to you as always.
0: Thanks. And, Friends, if you have not had an opportunity yet to leave a review for the podcast, I haven't asked about this for a while, so I'll put it out there today. Go ahead and go on wherever you listen and rate the podcast and leave a review because the more often you do, or not that you do, the more often reviews are left, the more often the podcast will come up for other people who are listening to similar things or looking for encouragement in how to be a Christian mom and wife, and what that can look like. So, thank you so much in advance. That helps us out here. And I hope that you have a wonderful slow week and look forward to being with you again next week as we talk about hymns and Christmas carols in this Christmas season. Have a blessed week. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations and check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at SeekHolyLiving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends.